0: then you have the hot mess friend you know that girl that no matter what she does in life it's always a fucking shit show whether she's partying blacked out in heels mascara running down her face cause she's fucking crying about the guy on tinder that treated her like shit she can't hold herself up she's falling and like the police are over being like um is your friend okay you need girl. stop talking all the shit that people are thinking but not saying i'm not even like drunk i've just been like drinking does my podcast offend you men if you're listening i apologize in advance women hey bitches are you ready are you still talking girl stop talking Happy fucking Monday bitches. (laughs) I hope everybody has been doing good the last two weeks. I have been keeping myself busy, really trying to dial back on the outside world things and kind of get like my inner peace right. I've been spending a lot more time at home and trying to adjust my inner um Namaste, if you will. (laughs) That sounds so corny. Um, I've been working on creating and making my home a space that I truly makes me feel like home and makes me feel comfortable, and that's been a long journey since moving into this new place that I'm in. It's been I spent probably the first three months living in this new place, and it just didn't really feel like home and I didn't even have shit. Like I seriously didn't have a dining room table for three months. Well, I guess it's lie. I had one in the garage, but I refused to bring it inside because I knew if I brought it inside, I wouldn't buy a new one. And so I'm just, I've been working really hard on making my space feel comfortable and it's finally coming to that point, which is great. I've also been trying to work on myself a lot, um, doing more positive things as far as um, keeping my like mental space clear and uh, surrounding myself with people that make me feel good and going to the gym frequently. I'm like seriously so proud of myself that I've actually been hitting my goals for the gym this year. I haven't missed one workout. Granted, I'm not working out every day, but for the goals that I set, I've been hitting all of them, so I'm super happy about that. Today, I wanted to talk about um, something that has been, I feel like, placed on my heart for a while now, actually, and... And part of this whole journey of me trying to feel like more at peace in my space and work on myself in all aspects of my life as like a business owner, as a mom, as a friend, as a significant other. And all of those relationships take different parts of you and different pieces to make them work properly. So specifically, Today I really wanted to talk about friendships. Something that I feel like doesn't get talked about enough. We all have them. We're all um dealing with different things, different friends, different people. And but people don't really talk about like when you you've been friends with someone for so long and then you go through something together that may like make you upset or is someone's like making you feel left out or how if you have a friend, then you, not that you're like setting expectations for specific friends and everything, but it's like you've had this friend for so long and then all of a sudden like they switch up like the way they treat you or their behavior when you're around or when you're in a group setting. And I just think it's crazy that that, this isn't more of an open conversation. Like, why why are we going through this and, you know, not having an, a space, a safe space to talk about it? Because something that, I mean, and I, this is something that I have learned through multiple friendships, and I'm, I'll elaborate a little bit more on that, but... Uh, it's always been hard, a hard thing for me to delegate. And I think for most people, it's a hard thing because, right, there's like no rule book and each situation is different in themselves. Um, Over the last year or so, I have thought a lot about my friendships and the type of friend that I feel most connected with. And it's so funny to me because I am like, obviously, like the most open book, open person, I like to share my feelings, I like to tell the people that I love how much I love them, how much I care about them, reach out to them, and I think me showing my friends how I love them, a lot of it is like words of affirmation and um, like quality time. So the people that are closest to me and that I have the strongest friendships with, I feel like we end up spending like a lot of time together because that's something that's important to me and my friendships. But what I've noticed over the last year, which is so funny, I am like this huge open book who's talking about her feelings and the women that I attract to me that end up being like my closest friends are the complete opposite. (laughs) And this goes like all the way back to my high school. And I kind of talked a little bit about my high school friends in my last episode, um, Well, I had a friend in high school and we were really good friends for a long time, but definitely very shut off. Like now, if I try to reach out, try to talk to her, um, even if it's just sending a positive message, I like hardly get a response or don't get one at all, which is fine. It's like, you can't force people to want to be your friend or respond to you. I know for me, it makes me feel good, um, not only like about myself, but like as a good friend to be like, Hey, you know, like I, it doesn't matter to me that we drift apart. Like I'm still thinking about you. I still care about your happiness. So like, I'm going to let you know. So this is, it's just relevant to like what I'm going to be talking about today because I've noticed recently that a lot of the people that are close to me have a lot of the same characteristics, not 100% 100% the same person. They're all different in their own way. But a lot of them have been very shut down to um, being vulnerable or talking about their feelings or um, expressing to someone like how they're feeling or if something made them upset rather than like talking to them about being upset about it, they just shut down or um, they refuse to talk Or they brush it under the rug like nothing ever happened. I, (laughs) on the other hand, I cannot do that. It gives me so much anxiety to be feeling a certain type of way about a situation and not talk about it. And it's taken me a lot of time and understanding to understand how to navigate situations like that with the people that are close to me because we are so opposite. And each one of us like processes things in a different way. So like for me, I feel like I process them as it happens. And immediately I'm like, okay, like part of me, processing the argument or why I'm upset or why they're upset is like doing it together it's like okay like how did that hurt you or like this is why this hurt me so it's like my processing is like working through it by like talking so like talk therapy if you will and with the some of the people that are closer to me it is more of like okay like I need space and I need to like process this on my own And then moving forward, like we can talk about it, you know, once I've processed that information. So I'm sure you can see like how those two friendships would clash. Someone that's always like, I need to talk about it. Let's talk about it now. And then the other person who's like, no, I need to process this. I can't talk about it now. We need to talk about it later. Um so it's the irony of the friendship is so funny to me because it's like it it's true when people say that opposites attract and even not only in like significant other settings but like in in your relationships with your friends, also, you're like from my experience. I've always attracted the complete opposite of me, which tends to work out, you know, really well because I think in the long run we both need something from each other that the other doesn't have, and we're kind of learning from each other um, as our friendship is moving forward and progressing. I. I think the downfall for myself or for those of you that are listening, who is the similar to me in the way where you feel like you need to talk about situations when they happen, I think the downfall of that is you end up taking on those situations as your own. And I know for me personally, those that has made that I think that's why I get so anxious about it. It gives me so much anxiety because I'm taking it on as if it's like it's it's my own problem, and I'm not saying I'm ne- I have never been in the wrong because that's not what I'm trying how what I'm trying to say, but I take it on as my own as like okay, it's my fault. Like it's my fault that this is happening or even if I'm the one who has the feelings of like, no, I feel disrespected and, and this situation hurt my feelings, but we haven't talked about it. And so then I'm like, okay, well, I want to talk about it. I'll try and reach out about it and not get a response. And then I kind of take that, that no response on as my own is like, well, um it must be my fault i feel like it's my fault this person must be mad at me because they're not responding to me even though i'm trying to be open in communication about the way i'm feeling and how something hurt me and i don't know i just felt like this has happened so much in my life with people that i love and feel so close to and you don't ever want to see like your friendships end and It's crazy because this same exact scenario actually did end like one of my, well, it didn't end. It's a work in progress, but I had to set some serious boundaries with one of my friends because I just continued to feel this way over and over. And we had multiple conversations of like, Hey, you know, like we both understand that we process things in different ways, but like for me, If something happens, like I need you to be direct and be like, hey, I know this happened. I want to talk about it, but I just need to process for a couple of days and like I'll reach back out to you. Um, And then and then that never happened. And it was just like the same cycle of like me going through this like circle tornado being like, Oh my God, this is my fault. I'm a bad friend. Am I a bad friend? Like I've tried to reach out. I just want to talk to her and she's not responding or like, or whatever. Um, and that led that friendship, you know, down a really rough path that was really difficult. And that's another thing that people don't talk about is how do you know when to stop being friends with someone? You know, it's like, You always want to hold on hope to your friendships and be like, dude, I fucking love this person. They've been a part of my life for so long. Why, like, I don't want them to not be a part of my life, but I don't deserve to be treated like this anymore. And I think a big part of delegating friendships is creating boundaries. Oh, boundaries. Something that is hard for literally every single person on the planet. And I think most people, when they think of setting boundaries, they think of setting boundaries for their significant other, but you need to have boundaries for your friendships too, because if something hurts you or makes you feel uncomfortable and that person cares about you, they should be able to like not overstep your boundaries. If you do need space, you know, I think one of the I've always talked about like the best way to set and understand your boundaries is to write them down. Whether you're in like a relationship with your significant other or it's a friendship, you write those boundaries down and if someone crosses them, then you you need to make it known. Because you can't expect people to know that they're crossing a boundary if you don't say anything, which literally brings me to like another topic of why do I feel like it's so fucking hard for women to talk about what makes them upset? I don't get it. Does it go back to, you know, like way back when where it's like, oh, you're a lady you're not supposed to talk about, you know, things that make you upset. You just need to do them. Like, is it the patriarchy? I don't understand. Like, is it so whittled down from when we were little kids and our parents were little kids and passed on from generation to generation where it's like, it's not okay to talk about your feelings? Because I feel like when we would look in any other relationship that we would put ourselves in, we would talk about our feelings, right? I mean, Any healthy relationship with a significant other, you would hope that you could be honest about the way you're feeling with something. So why is it that it's so difficult for friends to do the same thing? And I think part of it is like, obviously, you don't want to hurt anyone, but it's like you should you don't want to hurt anyone. You don't want to say the wrong thing. People get heated in the moment. But again, it's like if you're having open communication with the partner, you should be able to have open communication with the girlfriend. But I know personally for me, it's something that has been so difficult. And I think it just goes back to, um, you know, trying to listen to understand what the person is saying and not listen to react because of what they're saying. Because, there's always two sides to every story. And just because someone makes you feel a certain type of way or maybe hurt you, it doesn't mean that that was their intention. Um, But I do think that just because they didn't intend to make you feel that way, that there still needs to be some responsibility on the other side of to like, wow, I didn't realize that like what I said hurt you. Or I didn't realize that when we were around other people You felt like I treated you differently. Granted, they might not believe that themselves and that's okay, but it's the way you go about the conversation that is gonna like fix what's going on, fix the problem. But if you don't say anything, then what? You just sweep it under the rug? I'm sorry, I cannot. I cannot sweep it under the rug. And I don't understand personally how a lot of, girls can. I mean, let's be fucking real, right? We all know that back in high school, how girls acted towards their friends. And I don't, I think that that continues to happen through the rest of our lives as you're always going to find the girls where let's say there's like a group of you and, um, everyone's like been friends for a while everyone gets along. It's great. And you have like your group. Well, then the group gets bigger, more friends come in, everyone gets along, you hang out. And then those friends of friends, maybe they start hanging out. And that's just kind of like, it's like a networking friend groups. And that's how we end up making like friends as adults, right? We kind of get introduced to other people and sometimes other people hit it off and they hang out on their own and it ends up being other good friendships within the big group. But then you know there's always those issues where it's like there's a known issue and the separate friends are hanging out and people are venting and you're talking about it with other people. But then it never gets talked about between the two people that are upset with each other. And then they hang out and they pretend like everything is fine. So how... How do you continue that cycle and, and be able to have genuine friendships? I don't know. I just, it's something that I don't understand. Um, and I've tried really hard to, I always try to be very self-aware and put myself in other people's situations. Um, and especially when I've had issues with friends more recent, like within this last year, I've really tried to like step outside of my own shoes and look at the situation as a whole from an outside perspective. Like, okay, to I'm gonna give you a scenario. <clears throat> I a little over a year ago, I was out with a couple of friends and it was right when I first started my podcast and I had talked, I was talking to my friends and I was like, okay, like, so, you know, have you guys listened to the podcast? And all of them were like, no. And it had been out for like a week or so. I put a couple episodes out or maybe it was the first week and I was like, oh, okay. Are you going to listen to it? And then it was like, yeah, you know, like just haven't had time, whatever. And that In that moment, it made me very upset. We were like on our way out to go to Old Town and there was like four of us. And it made me really upset, but I felt like I couldn't say anything because we were in a group setting and I didn't want to like kill the vibe. So instead I became very passive aggressive, um, which I have a tendency to do, but like I said, I'm like aware of it and I'm trying to be better every day and every situation that comes forward. So that night I started being a little passive aggressive, like making side comments because I was hurt. So it was like, I was trying to subconsciously like let this person know that I was hurt. But instead of like just being upfront and being like, you know, it really hurt my feelings that you haven't listened to the episode because I like want support from my friends and this is like a new adventure and I was really excited about it instead of saying something like that. I started making like little side comments and like little digs like throughout the night. Well, then obviously we're drinking and it progressively got worse to the point where like I got so upset. I ended up leaving and, you know, immediately the next day I was like, you know, I'd really like to talk about what happened the night before. Um, I'm just like really upset, like how the night went on, whatever, whatever. Time went by. We ended up like talking this out, but still I was like, I didn't when we were talking out the issue. I didn't understand at that time what it was that I was upset about. So, I was coming at it in a way where it was like, well, you were treating me differently and, you know, you guys like left me at the bar and like I just feel like you didn't even want me around. And this whole conversation like turned into another argument and I couldn't understand like neither of us were wanting to back down. We ended up like coming to a conclusion where we would talk about things when they made us upset, like at the time that they make us upset. That's really hard though, because it's like sometimes you're in group settings, you're in public, like how do you pull someone away? You don't want to like do this whole thing while you're out, you know, so Eventually, some more time went on and I was able to kind of look at the situation as a whole and look from it from an outside perspective and really break it down. Like, why did I get upset? And then I realized, oh, well, like I got upset because they didn't listen to the podcast and I didn't feel supported. And so I was like, damn, so fuck. (laughs) I'm in the wrong. I'm the one actually in the wrong here because... I I was upset that those things didn't happen, but I didn't make it clear that that's why I was upset and I took it out on them in a way that I should not have done and was not okay. And, you know, I ended up moving forward with that and the next time me and the couple of people that were there were hanging out, you know, it was super random and I don't think they thought that I was gonna even say anything like that but I was like hey you know like I realized that the last time that we all went out I fucked up and I was really upset like I was upset about something else and I kind of took it out on you guys and I'm sorry for that so that was like a long story but I think it's important to share because You really have to like look at the reasons why you are upset in certain situations. But you also have to understand that like when people's feelings get hurt, that it might not always be intentional, but there's a reason behind it. So just me as a person pushing something like that under the rug wouldn't be okay because I wouldn't want someone to do that to me if I felt like you know, I deserved an apology for something that someone did. I would still want them to recognize that and their behavior and be like, listen, I know I did this and I'm going to, and I know what this is. I'm sorry. This is what I'm going to do to be better. And then you see that act of change in their behavior. Cause that's what an apology is. Apology, an apology is three things. It's admitting you were wrong, saying that you're sorry, and saying like what you're going to do to move forward to make it better. And then actually it the things start changing when the words line up with the actions. So I'm going to end this with if you are the friend that has noticed the change in certain dynamics of your friendships. And you are hurting because there are unspoken issues within the friendship that you haven't talked about. Um, that you pushed under the rug, that you're free to talk about. Listen, at the end of the day, this person is your friend. You care about them. You love them. You still want them in your life. If this friendship is important to you, you need to reach out to them. You need to tell them why you're upset by saying things like, I feel like, you know, when this happened, it made me feel this way. You can't, attack people and be like, you did this, you did that, because that's just going to leave them wanting to come back and be defensive. And no one wants to deal with a, a friend fight. They're literally the worst kind. If you're upset and you haven't talked about something with your friend and it's something you've been wanting to talk about, this is your sign to reach out to them in a platonic way where it's like, hey, I love you. I care about you. This is what's been going on with me. And I really would like to talk about it. You know, it's these things, like I said earlier, people never talk about these things. But it's so important in in our everyday life, you know, to how are you able to have a good, strong connection with someone, whoever that may be, if you can't be honest with them. In a lot of relationships, whether they're significant other or friendships, take a lot of hard conversations. You know, if someone's not willing to have those hard conversations with you in a non judgmental, non confrontational way, then you're going to have to start really writing down your boundaries and understanding like what is important to you. What in this friendship is important to you? What in this relationship is important to you? Do you want to continue to hang out with these people and feel bad about yourself? Or do you want to be able to have an open conversation with a friend? And it may be uncomfortable. It, you know, may end in tears, but I 100% can say like you will feel better regardless. If you get whatever you're thinking about off your chest, leave it out in the open and then at that point the person has to decide well, what do I want? Do I want to continue the friendship? Do I want to respond? Do I want to have this uncomfortable conversation? And you can't force people to do those things. The only thing you can do is let them know how you're feeling and then it's up to them to decide okay what is it that I want to do with this? And at that point you you know you may just have to leave it as is and the the at The least you can do for yourself is say that you stay true to who you are and, you know, sometimes you just have to leave it at that. So if you follow me on Instagram and you're watching this, I did a poll in questions box last week and asked you guys what some of the reasons why you stopped being friends with someone. The amount of people that responded with the unfaithfulness to their own significant other was insane. So I'm just going to read some of these off really quick. Because she fucked my fiance, judged me for leaving my cheating ex just because they stayed with theirs. She fucked the guy I was seeing for three months and I was living with her slept with the guy I was dating. She fucked the guy I was dating, so I ended them both. Props to you, girl. Slept with my man at the time. She turned out to be married. Slept with my daughter's mom while we were still together. That one came from a man. (laughs) I mean, seriously, I have like six pages of questions and at least a whole page worth were women cheating on the their best friend's man or whatever you know what I'm trying to say it's just like fucking blowing my mind that there are so many people out here that will literally be like oh I'm your best friend and then go behind your back and sleep with your boyfriend we're not in high school anymore you guys like come on I mean I'm not saying that that's okay regardless but at least you have an excuse if you're under the age of 18 we're all adults It just goes to show that like sometimes the people that you think are your friends are actually just jealous of what you have. And that's why you're having issues in your friendship. I don't know. I mean, it's that shit was fucking crazy to me, which brings me to the perfect segue of the types of friends that we have. I have six categories of friends for you, and I'm gonna break down each and every one so that you can understand what type of friend you are, okay? First one, mom friend. Your mom's, mom friends have two different categories. You have your single mom friends and your mom friend who's still with a significant other. Oh, your single mom friend She is fucking wild, okay She's on the verge of, you know, clinically depressed (laughs) But also slightly alcoholic So she's still a lot of fun Sometimes she kind of like, you know, drinks her problems away Or fills her mind with endless Tinder dates When she doesn't have her children Because they're at the dad's house Um, She's kind of the perfect balance of, like, single friend and mom because she'll still, like, bring her kid to the bar when it's, like, brunch time as long as it's a socially acceptable restaurant and slam a couple of drinks when she takes her Uber home. But also, like, she'll still do, like, fun kid things where it's, like, okay, do you want to get stoned and then, like, come with me to Uptown Jungle and just, like... grab some snacks and sit while like my kid runs around for a couple hours because like I need a break (laughs) and then you have your just regular mom friend with she's still with the significant other. So she like refuses to go anywhere with her kids. She's like, if I'm going to go out and spend time with my friends, I'm not bringing these little fucking kids with me. And even though you you're like, oh, it's going to be a kid friendly place. It's fine. We just want to see you. She's like, nope, sorry. If my man isn't home, I'm not coming because I refuse to bring my children with me to a public place with my girlfriends both of which these moms, they're also planners, right? Like if they're going to do an event, they need to know in advance because they're on a schedule. Typically weekend plans need to be made by Tuesday so they can put it in their calendar and find the appropriate daycare option for their children. Um, and if you want to take trips with your mom, friends, Then they need to be planned within 30 to 45 days in advance because they have to find the right care for their kids and make sure that they can have someone to watch them. And then there's your party friend. Your party friend only hits you up to go out, she's fucking wild. And you've never even seen them outside of the bar or if drinks weren't involved. This is someone that maybe you've met at the bar. And the only time you guys hang out is literally to go out drinking together. Um, You've tried to pull this friendship out of the drinking life, out of the bar life. And you've maybe tried to set like a sober event where it's like an early brunch or... Maybe going to the mall or something like that, and she ends up canceling on you because she went out the night before, and she still she woke up drunk and she's still (laughs) hungover. The upside to having a party friend is you know that they're always down for anything. Anything that involves going out, having fun, getting drunk, they're down. They're game. You could hit them up last minute on a Friday night and be like, bitch, it's fucking 8.50. I'm going to be ready in 45 minutes. Like, do you want to go out? And then she's like, yeah, let's go pregame, get some drinks. I'm fucking down, girl. I'll meet you there. But then the downside to that is like there's not really a real bond or real connection. These are the people that you have a lot of fun with when you're out, but you know that you can't count on them in a real like friend situation because that relationship just hasn't grown into something other than just the party scene. Then there's your relationship friend. Your relationship friend This is like the more codependent relationship friend. She has to check with her man. She always wants to invite him everywhere. And it's like that one friend that you love to be around, but only... When she's around and then getting her separated from her boyfriend is like a fucking nightmare. It's like, listen, girl, I love you, not your man. I don't want to fucking hear about him. I don't want to hang out with him. You don't need to invite him every single place we go. Like, if I invite you out, it's because I want to see you. Not him. She's over here like okay but like yeah let me just check with my boyfriend we were gonna do dinner and so like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it or you know what's worse is like you know like they'll say they'll come out to do something and then they bail because they're in an argument I don't understand that why if you're like arguing with your man wouldn't why would you want to stay in close quarters with him well, wait, wait a second. That's just screaming toxic relationship. It's because, you know, it's going to be even worse if you leave. I just answered my own fucking thought. Um, that's why. But isn't that so annoying? It's like this friend where it's like, oh, I was going to come out, but then we got into a fight. Or it's like that fucking TikTok where it's like when it's my turn to go out, the like guy's screaming in the background and she's just like getting ready, doing her makeup in the mirror. Uh, Literally sometimes. Having that relationship friend isn't fun because all you want to do is hang out with them, but they're always, they're so wrapped up in the relationship with their man. I will say, speaking from personal experience, I've been in so many toxic relationships and I have dealt and walked through that path of trying to continuously have a relationship with your friends that doesn't change when you have a boyfriend and when you're in a toxic relationship with someone who's so insecure with themselves they don't they want to try to separate you from your friends because in their mind they think that your friends are pulling you away from them that they're no longer going to have control over your guys's relationship because your friends are going to be like whispering things in your ears. That is a huge red flag. Part of being in a healthy relationship is being able to like have and live your own separate life from that person. So keeping your connections with your friends when you're in that relationship is seriously so important. Because you don't want to like lose yourself to your boyfriend because what's going to happen when you stop hanging out with your friends because you're wrapped up in this guy and you kind of start blowing people off and that gets them upset with you. What happens when you break up with your man? You're going to go running back. That's going to piss your friends off. I mean, it's like I am a firm believer that in most cases, your girlfriends are going to be there for you longer than this man will. I mean, let's be honest about the situation. So keeping those connections and being able to separate time from your relationship to spend with your friends alone, there's always a time and place where you can do a couple of things, but keeping those separated, it's okay to have a life outside of your boyfriend. Don't be that girl or get out of that fucking relationship. Ah, next, the single friend. She's always fucking busy. You try to make fucking plans with her and she always has the most random availability. She's over here like, okay, yes, next Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. I can hang out and we can do dinner, but I have to leave by like seven if it ends up being a thing because I'm also going to the show later and it's Taco Tuesday. So some of our friends are gonna meet up with us and I hope that's okay. (laughs) The one good thing about the single friend is she's always down for last minute trips. It's like, yes, I'm always fucking busy all the time. But if you throw a vacation in my face, oh, I'm going to clear my fucking schedule. Who needs to go to work? I got PTO. It's unlimited, baby. Don't even worry about that. She's also like the good fix between like, we're going to go party and get fucked up. Fuck that man. Fuck your boyfriend. You're in a bad mood. Let's go get drunk. And then she can also do like the staying in, like, no, it's fine. We don't need to do that. Like, let's have a girl's night. We can get blacked out in our living room. I'll bring card games. The single friend is a lot of fun, but sometimes hard to navigate because you can't just because they're single doesn't mean they don't have anything going on. They actually have a lot going on because they're continuously trying to plan things because they don't, have to sit here. Wow, that was going to sound really bad. They don't have to sit here and spend time with someone else. They're not forced to listen to their boyfriend talk about how they're fixing rubber hoses in their RV and putting padding down so if it freezes, they can turn on the water. They don't have to do that. Help. No, I'm just kidding. Mm Then you have the hot mess friend, you know, that girl that no matter what she does in life, it's always a fucking shit show. Whether she's partying, blacked out in heels, mascara running down her face because she's fucking crying about the guy on Tinder that treated her like shit. She can't hold herself up. She's falling and like the police are over being like, um, is your friend okay? You need to get her in the cab. Or it's like the other hot mess where life is just going down and no matter what you do or like the encouragement you try to give this person there's always some shit going on whether it's like drinking or a guy or a job it's always like the world's out to get me I don't know what to do and those friends you love them because you know deep down inside they're such good genuine people and they like they mean the best and they have very good intentions but they just can't fucking get it together and you have to create some space because you're just like, I cannot contain this kind of mess in my life. And even just talking to them sometimes that can like drain your energy. We all know. you all know what friend that is right but that's okay because we're all just delegating through life anyways I'm just trying to hit it hit every one of you lastly anti-social friend this is the friend that only shows up for the food you have to like beg this friend to go out and you're like listen I want you to come out to dinner with my friends just come have a couple drinks it's okay when's the last time you left your house come out we're gonna have dinner friends are gonna be there be social you don't have to stay for drinks but then everyone starts drinking and you're like come on just come out with us come to the bars but you know that like that friend doesn't like the friends that you're with so they're like listen I came out here to like have dinner and support you but now I want to go home and get in my pajamas wash my makeup off and sleep in bed with my dogs Or this friend will be like yeah yeah I'll come out that sounds fun I need to get out of the house and then like two hours before the event they like bail on you and give you some shitty excuse that they couldn't come out and then next thing you know you see them on Snapchat like smoking weed in bed like watching Netflix (laughs) we all have those friends listen I had to make this episode and call out some of the some of those friends that are a part of this these types of friends in my life it's all good fun right it's like we can all sit here and laugh at each other and laugh at ourselves Um, I personally think I fall into a couple of those categories definitely the mom friend part of me still feels like I'm a single friend but also a relationship friend so if any of those things related to you just know you're not alone We all do them. We all have different moments of our lives that we go through. And sometimes those things affect the way we are in the public or we are with the people around us. Plus I know this start of this episode was a little more serious. So I wanted to lighten it up, lighten the mood, get it going, hopefully made you laugh a little bit. I know we didn't talk about sex this episode. Um which is a little strange, and I do do miss um, sharing my intimate details of my life. I have some fun things coming. Hopefully we'll have some fun stories for you. Um, I want to drop a little bonus episode so we'll see how that goes. I'll definitely keep you posted about next week. I am headed to Rocky Point next weekend or this weekend. When you're listening to this, it will be this weekend. And apparently it's spring break and we're going to be there with all the college um, ASU and U of A people. Anytime I go to Rocky Point, there's always a good story that comes out of it. In fact, the last time we were there, this time last year, one of my girlfriends got into a fight at one of the clubs um, and I had to like pull some girl off of her. I didn't fight. I was letting the I was letting them scrap but then this other it was like six of these little girls and two of us and I was trying to referee and make sure that everything was gonna go okay to make a long story short and I ended up having to pull a girl off of my friend um because my friend was beating her friend's ass. So that is, you know, there's always some ghetto ratchet fun shit that happens in Rocky Point. So I'll be excited to talk about that. Hopefully next week for a little mini bonus episode. Um, thanks guys for listening. If you found some joy or some laughter in this episode, please share and tag me on Instagram. If you listen to the podcast um regularly and you haven't already given me a review on apple Podcasts. you can scroll all the way down when you get into the episodes and you can rate it five stars and give a positive review that would be great um other than that you know this is it unedited raw unfiltered content okay happy fucking friendships have a good week bitches Are you still talking? Girl, stop talking.